Blog Talk Radio.
Healing Paradigm Presents, and tonight we are going to talk about It's Time to Raise Your Consciousness. Now, uh, when I, I initially had intended to play another song as an intro, but when I I listened to this one throughout the week, I thought to myself, well, this is a perfect opportunity and a perfect song to really bring in the information about what is required to raise your consciousness. Now, I'm going to preface this and say that, you know, um, I'm I'm in several different spiritual communities and I am surrounded by a number of people who who have their own take on what consciousness is. Now, for some communities, it's really about speaking truth to power, about actually acknowledging the things that are going on in this world and and just looking it straight in the face and not being not letting your mind being manipulated by what is being presented to you and just you know taking in and digesting whatever it is that the public is giving now i'm going to preface this by saying that that is not <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your spiritual consciousness when I talk about the word consciousness. I am talking about elevating your soul. Um, I am talking about connecting to your immortal self, your immortal mind, uh, so that you can start raising yourself up from wherever it is that you may be. And anything that that uh, takes you off of that track is nothing more than a distraction. Now, before I get completely immersed in this particular subject, I am going to get us prayed in. And ladies and gentlemen, I've had enough time to at least upload some of our library. <laughs> and for those of you who may be new to the channel, this is Thomas Shalar Walker, and the prayer that you are going to hear is called the Anabakoa Prayer. It is Kabbalistic prayer that works on your karma, and also it also brings peace and relaxation into the peace, in the place that you are operating in if you continue to listen to it over and over again. So, one moment, folks, and we will be right back. And I'm a cool
Tanim Gadalam Chasim Kadush Paratuf Gana Hela Batega Nikinge Unchapane So Kriya Kadush Tika So Vatanu Kabel Lushma Tizakatu
I mean, ultimately, that is the reason why we are here, to grow spiritually so that we do not continue to cycle in and out of lifetimes here on this planet. And there are ways in which to do that. And the more and more you commit yourself to your spiritual growth and development, the more that the chaos that is in the world will not affect you nearly as much. You will be in a place of observing and just simply doing the work that you are required to do in order to make life here on the planet a better place. Um, An example of that, I would say, is Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, he, they spent a number of years just cultivating their talent and growing themselves to such a level that now they are billionaires and that they are taking the wealth that they have garnered and started philanthropic organizations and philanthropic, um, you know, tasks to combat certain things in the world. Another person who had another set of people who have done this themselves are um, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates uh, with their, with, um, with the things that they're doing with their philanthropic things. So it's important for you to raise your consciousness because the world needs you. The world needs you to bring your gifts to the planet, and it does not it does not serve you to play small. So one of the things that you should know is that when you start on the path of your spiritual development, at some point you are going to change your consciousness to a, such a place that you begin to uh, attract to attract uh, more money you begin to attract uh, people who are in positions of power who are able to shift and move things around. You are you begin to become more sure of yourself and your spiritual core and your spiritual center of knowing who it is that has created you. Um, you will more or less like deepen your relationship with uh, the spiritual forces uh, that uh, spiritual forces that will back you because you are standing in your spiritual power and developing yourself um, in order to be the change that you would like to see in the world. It does not serve humanity to have you sit on the sidelines and just say, man, the world is just going crazy. So, Here's the thing. This is not for a person who is on the conventional path. Um, you know, religions in and of themselves have in their own way uh, stopped people from their own spiritual development and growth because people are in fear of living outside of what the religious and spiritual expectations of that particular faith path is. Just think about that for a minute. 
I know that I grew up in a Christian environment, but it was not the the path that I was that I was led on when I was younger is not really the path that I was on now. I got to a certain point where I wanted to know more. And the people who I was surrounded by were not doing the things that that were reported in the Bible. So one of the things that I will do now is that when anybody comes to me about whatever their spiritual path is, so, so my, my question to them is that can you turn water into wine? Can you raise people from the dead? Can you walk on water? Can you cast out demons? Can you do any of these things that the 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 person who is called Jesus the Christ has done? Can you do any of that? Because if you're if you're not into answering those questions and showing me how to do that, I I can't listen to what you have to say because my experience has been that the people who are within the faith, they're into just praying, and there's nothing wrong with prayer because prayer can be very powerful. It it definitely changes things. It, it definitely has changed me. However, the the people who are in that space, they are in varying degrees of their faith and their belief, and there have been many people that – um, that I knew when I was growing up whose lives just did not improve through the practice of their faith, that it, it seemed rather fake to me. So, uh, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm not really knocking Christianity. It's just that that was my experience when I was growing up, that I just did not see um, it happen Um in, in a way, and people who were uh, who I was around were not really living the type of life that I would have been interested in living. So, why it's important is because the world needs you. Why it's important is because you want to, at some point, stop the behaviors that cause you to come back into life and keep reincarnating. Um, you want to be on a place where you are are transforming in such a way that you have a greater effect on the planet. So what are the, some of the things that you can do? So I should go ahead and say some of the things that I'm about to share with you are very basic. So I know that I've said a number of times that uh, learning divine world prayers like the Anabakoa that you heard Thomas sing, um, but uh, learning the Anabakoa, either the Yusnisa Vijaya Dharani, the Amatsu prayer, and the Lord's prayer. These are divine world prayers. They work on your consciousness in addition to working on your karma. 
And as you learn those and you make them a part of your consciousness and a part of your soul and say the prayer on a daily basis, I know that for the Yusnisa Vagina Durrani, it's recommended that you read it, you repeat it 21 times with the Anabakoa. I've heard seven times, I've heard 21 times. Um, the same thing goes for the Lord's Prayer and the Yamatsu, um, repeating them um, over and over again so that it becomes a part of your consciousness and actually loosens up the effects of any negative karma. It, it, it helps you to actually move in the right direction and deepens your connection with your higher self so that you can make your the 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 highest and best decision at any given moment. That's step number one, divine world prayers, remembering one of those and, and having it be a part of your being. Number two, no lying. <laughs> there are activities that we do that do not serve us, and lying is one. Um, here's the thing, lying is actually detrimental to your, to your soul or detrimental to your consciousness because it actually puts a weight on the soul or just the weight on the heart itself. So some of you may not be aware of this and some of you will be. But there is there is a judgment that we go through every night and when we go to sleep. It's called the judgment of Mayat. And what happens is that our heart gets weighed against a feather uh, to determine whether or not we move into the next world or whether or not we cycle back into life. Um and given on any given, it, this happens on a daily basis, but um, if you get to a certain point in your your life expression, um, they will just have you transition into the next uh, transition into the next world. And there's a decision as to whether or not you come back uh into this life or you move into the heavenly realms but our heart gets weighed every night and lying is one of those things that weighs heavy on the heart it actually takes energy away from you when you lie um it when you lie it just it, it it's not a good practice and this was something that I had recently learned, not that I've ever made a habit of, of lying, but let's just say uh, I will I will make a suggestion for those of you who are saying, okay, well, if I don't lie, then I'm going to hurt a person's feelings. So here's what you do. You just simply tell them, you know what, I cannot answer that question, or I, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. You could just simply avoid it. Therefore, thereby not actually hurting anyone. Um, and also, and also, 
be continuing to operate in your state of honesty. Okay, so that's two, stop lying. Number three, number three, no drinking, no drugs. I'm just going to put those into into the same category because uh, quite as kept, alcohol is really a drug. It does alter your state of mind. Um, But here's what I will share with you. Let's just say that if you do drink, you should drink in moderation, maybe no more than uh, maybe than one glass of of wine or whatever, whatever type of alcohol that you're into. But going into when you drink, and especially if you're a person who's into going into bars, what happens is that when you drink, you 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 actually cause a weakness in your bioenergetic field that surrounds you. Uh, same thing with drugs. It causes a weakness in your aura, in your bioenergetic field. It makes you susceptible to having uh, entities attach themselves to you. And what type of entities do you atta- that end up getting attached to you? Those that like drinking. Now, if a person really is like an alcoholic, a part in when they're trying to quit, sometimes they continue to have the cravings because why? Because there's an entity that's attached to them that is fond of drinking and will encourage you to continue drinking. Uh, Same thing with drugs. The drugs in and of itself has a very low vibration. And when I say drugs, I am actually including marijuana in that. I'm including smoking in that. You know, anything that really kind of alters your biochemistry and it has to actually come out through your lungs, this is not a good thing. You know, these things keep you in a low vibration and kind of keeps you disconnected from your higher self because your higher self is not going to lower itself to help pull you out. You have to raise your energy up to or in order to meet that God space, that God-like self that is already with you and in you and is a part of you and is looking to walk the help you walk the path so that you can reunite reunite with it. Okay. So I said no drinking, no drugs, no smoking. Again, the same thing. It weakens your bioenergetic field. It leaves you open to open and susceptible to a spiritual attachment. Hanging in uh, facilities or uh, areas like bars and things of that nature, even if you're not really a person who's into drinking, is not really a good practice. Um, there are, you know, you you yourself are susceptible to spiritual attachments, even if you don't do it. it it's almost as if you have to. It it's you would have to do like a daily cleansing um, of your uh, of your space of your aura, 
one of the things that I always found interesting is that when I, whenever I would go, whenever I would go to the Seven Eleven, mind you, the people at the Seven Eleven are not drinking, <laughs> are not drinking, um, or doing drugs or anything of that nature, but the there are a few employees who actually smoke, and every time I walk into that 7-Eleven and walk out, there is a smoke energy that is outside of that place that attaches to my clothing. I cannot wear my clothing after I leave that place. And that's because the energy the energy vibration of the smoke still lingers outside of that space. I like okay, so there are places uh, where people have homes that are not homes but businesses that have smoke houses for their employees. You can walk in and walk out of that place and not smoke a cigarette but still walk out with the smell on you. And that the smoke, it has its own energy. It's very low vibrational. It causes weaknesses in your bioenergetic field, and it leaves you susceptible to having spiritual influences and spiritual attachments come on to you. So, all right. Another thing that you can do uh, in order to raise your consciousness is sun gazing. Now, let me preface this. When I say the word term sun gazing, do not sun gaze at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. There is only a short window of time in which you can sun gaze. And that is at sunrise, for the first, I believe it's 20 minutes of sunrise that you can start sun gazing. And before I close out the show, um, there is a spiritual leader by the name of Dr. Mitchell Gibson um, who has books on solar practices. And these are conscious building activities or he he specializes in conscious building activities that will expand a person's consciousness <clears throat> and so and so sun gazing is just one of those methods of doing that and so what he recommends is that when you do the solar practices you actually do them at sunrise, and the other time is at sunset. That's when your eyes are when your eyes are able to actually look at the sun without causing any damage to them. And that is the main reason why I'm saying don't do it any other time other than them, because the sun will damage your eyes if you try to look at it during the middle of the day. So sun gazing is only in the morning and only at sun, sun, sunrise and sunset. Those are the only safe times to actually do any type of sun gazing. Um, sun gazing and 
what you can do is I will put a link to uh, Dr. Gibson's website, which is tybro.com. That's T-Y-B-R-O.com, where he has, uh, I think, one book called Solar Rejuvenation and another book called Solaris. Now, I will preface this by saying I believe that Solaris is about $300 and the Solar Rejuvenation, it is currently being sold for about $200, if I remember correctly. Um, But if you find that that particular price is too expensive, he does have on Amazon uh, information that is very, um, I guess you could say, elementary in terms of, of sun gazing and what you can do, um, the practices that you can do in the morning and in the evening times of exactly where it is in the sun that you need to look at in order to facilitate that spiritual growth of, of raising your consciousness. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break and see if I can locate that information for you about exactly where the link is so that, so that, you know, the people who are listening to this can actually go and check it out on Amazon, but I will be right back.
So <laughs> I did do a quick search, and it appears that the book is no longer, at least the the first few pages um, of the PDF that used to be up on Amazon is no longer there. But if you go to tybro.com, there are a number of links and videos that uh, he does have that go into detail about sun gazing. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, with sun gazing, you are actually creating what is called the body of light. So <laughs> let me just say uh, yeah, the body of light. So, okay. So one of the things that you shouldn't be aware of about the body of light is that in several, it's also called the body of light. It's also called the rainbow body, the crystal body, and several different traditions actually talk about, about this. So when Jesus gets up in the Christian tradition, when you hear about Jesus raising from the dead after three days and, and coming back and being this, light being that is in essence in reference to the the body of light where you are transforming yourself from from this human being to a being of light that raises consciousness now this does not this isn't something that initially like happens overnight people spend years upon years of spiritual practice doing these particular methods in order to cultivate uh the the body of light but it also expands your consciousness it also raises your consciousness it helps you to bring light into this world so that you can make a difference while you are here so that you can have a greater impact while on um, while you're here and what i will also share with you is that when you have decided to commit yourself to your spiritual path to developing your consciousness to a higher vibration then the disagreeable forces um, uh, will not bother you because they know that you are working to develop yourself. Now, they'll throw stuff at you in order to distract you from from doing those spiritual practices. In fact, the ego itself will is not wanting you to spiritually develop. There is a part of you that is looking for you to fall off of the bandwagon of developing yourself spiritually. And you have got to remain committed to your purpose, to your to your to remain committed to the change of operating in this space of higher consciousness. Um, and when you start doing some of these practices, it you begin to win in ways that 
that you had not thought about or did not even think would actually take place. Uh, the reason why I am actually bringing this up is because there there have been the community that I am a part of, uh, the Tybro family. Um, they continue to work on themselves. And then there there's some people who do tend to fall off the back bandwagon. In fact there are we we kind of run the gamut in terms of our our spiritual advancement. But you continue to go ahead and commit to that every single day and watch yourself transform and who it is that the creator the creator intended for you to be, to be the highest version of yourself while you are here uh, here on the planet. Another thing, okay, so you have the sun gazing. The next practice that would allow for you to raise your consciousness is um, mantras. And specifically, I will say the light, any mantra actually, um, that typically tends to be associated with the planet or associated with um, certain ascended masters, spiritual beings, uh, deities, whatever the case may be. Mantras uh, tend to raise your consciousness because what it does is it disrupts the thought patterns that you have and in order for you to, in order for your energy and frequency to raise up. So there is something about the resonant of, resonance of your voice in saying mantras that will cause your consciousness to rise um, in order to raise your frequency and raise your consciousness. Okay, so there are some still some behavior things that you need to consider. So no cursing. And this is a big one for a lot of people. So here's the thing. The vibration of curses are such that they are so detrimental to you and your soul and your well-being that the energy and frequency of those curses lasts for a period of three days. Three days. That's how long. And, and the thing is, is that there, you know, people are doing it all the time at least at least like right now in the environment that that I'm in not that my husband and I do that type of that particular activity but that cursing is symptomatic oftentimes of spiritual detritus so there's a possibility that is that because the because of the cursing because of the energy the energy actually rips through your bioenergetic field and allows for entities to come in. Don't do that. <laughs> 
do not do that. No cursing, no cursing, because it is is just again another low vibrational uh, activity that that keeps you from raising your consciousness. All right. So, man, it's a long list, isn't it? <laughs> All right, so um, let me recap. So um, I'm seeing here that so far that I have seven. So number one was learning divine world prayers. Number two is no lying. Number three, no drugs, no drink. Number four, no smoking. And perhaps all three of those could be number three, but anyway. Number four is no smoking. Number five, in order to raise your vibration, start the process of sun gazing at at sunrise or sunset. Those are the only times, ladies and gentlemen. Number six, learning a mantra. All mantras at some level are geared towards uh, mantras that, that are in the seed languages. The mantras have the seed cells that allow for your vibration to be raised. They can be associated with a planet. They can be associated with a deity. Um, they, and my, I think that perhaps um, the one of the most gentle mantras are any that are associated with the Lord Ganesha. He likes human beings. He uh, he likes tits that like human beings, and he is also into helping individuals raise their vibration. Okay, all right. And number seven, no cursing. <laughs> and I know that that's going to be challenging. And and don't and don't curse at your children. I mean, th- this is this is not good. This is not good. But anyway, these are some of the things that you can do to help to raise your consciousness. Um, before I get continue on, I am going to go ahead and take a quick break again and be right back because there are some more uh, there are some more behaviors that that lead people into raising their consciousness. And it also quite possibly could mean that you're going to end up parting with, you know, people who actually do these things after you start this process of doing it. Okay, but we'll be right back. Exactly what you're thinking. I've had those thoughts a million times. I can see the question that's behind your eyes, or you're searching for your peace of mind. Now listen up to this truth. You are me and I am you. Every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman. Every one of us is worthy. I know your life, I felt your pain. 
know your joys and your shame. Sometimes it feels like life walks over you, or like you're a penny on the ground. But either on the ground or in your purse, the smallest piece still holds its worth. Every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Worthy of love, worthy of life. Worthy of saying no when something don't feel right This is a song for you For all the ups and downs that life will put you through So listen up to this truth You are me and I am you Every one of us is worthy Baby girl, worthy woman Every one of us is worthy Okay, and we're back. And so tonight I talk about it's time to raise your consciousness. And I have been giving information about ways in which to actually do that. And just to recap, when I talk about consciousness, I'm not really talking about, uh, you know, situations where people are speaking truth to power. Um for when I talk about raising your consciousness, I am talking about your spiritual consciousness. So, as a, let me just recap. Um, number one, in order to raise your consciousness, uh, learning a divine world prayer would be a great practice. Uh, the Anapakoa, the Yusnisa Vijaya Dharani, the Yamatsu, or the Lord's Prayer, but spoken in the original Aramaic are good, are all good prayers. Learn all four of them or learn one, whatever you do, just learn whatever you decide to do, at least incorporate it into your experience because what it does is it has a cleansing process that it, it, that is attributed to the soul. Okay. And it also releases all of them release calmer on some level. Number two, no lying. Lying actually darkens the weight of or provides you with a heavier heart. And we are, this is something that is, that is frowned upon in the spiritual world. And the greatest, the greatest thing, the greatest, I guess you could say, grievance that you can do against yourself is even lying to yourself. So just telling the truth. And if you're concerned about hurting people's feelings, then you can just simply say, you know, I have no comment about that uh, in order to just avoid uh, uh, engaging with with a situation where you feel that you don't want to hurt a person's feelings. 
Um, the next one is no drinking, no drugs, no smoking. Um, the, those actually come under three and four, and the reason for that is because drinking, drugs, smoking, and I, I do mean weed when I talk about drugs as well. I know that people who, who say that they're a part of the conscious community, that, you know, that it is having them to be, uh, have an experience um, that it could be contributed, uh, associated with being sort of psychedelic and very mellow. It, these are all activities that are into lowering your vibration and also causing issues with your aura. So no, there are no, no, that includes ayahuasca too, because that seems to be a big, the newest thing too, but it alters your state. It is not recommended. Okay. So number five, sun gazing. And if you do it, make sure you do it at sunrise or sunset. Do not do it in the middle of the day because you could actually damage your eyes. Number five, learning mantras. Um, Mantras that are associated with the planets or associated with the deity. All of them, you know, all of them have their specific uses, but they all are leading you towards your enlightenment. My favorite tends to be Ganesha because he t- he works well with human beings and he does it in a way that is sort of soft and gentle in comparison to using another mantra by uh, another being. Okay, number seven, no cursing. Again, the the energy and the weight of cursing, curse words actually sticks around for three days. It actually causes um, issues with your aura as well. It, please do not curse at your children. The, this is not a good thing because you are actually pouring into that young person, especially if they are young. You are pouring um, spiritual detritus and leaving them open and susceptible to spiritual detritus when you curse your children. Okay. And number eight, it took me a minute to recall what this one was, but be mindful of your mental diet um, and the influences of media. Uh, limit, you know, if you are a person who's into horror movies, essentially what you're doing is you're feeding your consciousness the the consciousness of the horror movie, which is a low vibrational activity. I have a relative of mine who loves, you know, who loves like like these murder mysteries or or these true stories about people who are killing folks. This this is not where you want your consciousness to be. And especially if you're, you know, let's just say, I'm not saying completely stop it, but you need to limit it. You cannot have this be a part of your life as a daily, um, you know, a part of your mental daily diet, because what happens is that there is a part of you, there's a part of your consciousness that is making that manifest in the world in some way. It may not necessarily happen in your world, but someplace it is leading to the mass consciousness that we all have here on the planet. So 
I'm thinking that that is it for today. I mean, that that's a pretty, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a pretty long list. Um, but these are the these are the activities that you can do in order to raise your consciousness. Oh, also be mindful of the music that you listen to. So when I say media, I mean television. I mean uh, television, film, radio. Be mindful of what you're listening to. Um, I have certain issues with like some of the hip hop that I hear as of late or uh, what my my youngest son calls trap music. And one of the things that I always find interesting about the music when I actually listen to the words, um, I'm always mindful of what I'm putting into my conscious mind during the day um, because I have a lot of time. I have a lot of free time during the day. And and I want to put in things that are reinforcing um, the type of consciousness that I desire to have. And the trap music, a lot of the times when I listen to it, it's talking about buying stuff. It's talking about sex. It's talking about how confused they are. And I'm just like, you know... it. It's really fascinating, and it's being reinforced by these drum beats. And one of the things that you should know is that with sound itself, they are literally pounding um, that sound into their consciousness. There is something really spiritual about drumming, that it, it has this act of anchoring the vibration into your into your being into yourself, and so if you have a song that's talking about drinking drugs, buying buying and buying whatever, and and doing things that are essentially destructive, oh yes, and and not to mention the you know shooting up and bang bang and whatnot. But when you have when you're you're actually, you know, causing this to be ingrained into the cells of your being. You're having, there's something very sacred about drumming, very sacred about drumming. And the base of hip-hop music, or at least the modern hip-hop music, um, is very detrimental. And that's why I think that for a lot of people that you see people out in the streets that are looking dazed and confused. And the thing that's really interesting about this is that um, (laughs) I recently went to a, a community meeting and a person was actually having a problem with the people who were the young people who were coming to their store and and they are being watched by the certain forces in the in the city suggesting that they are actually selling alcohol to minors and things of that nature but they just want the young people to leave somebody actually suggested in the meeting that that they actually start playing classical music, and they said that that seems that seems to run the young people off. The young people, at least that that listen to hip hop, it runs them off. And the reason why it runs them off is because of the high vibration of a lot of classical music. 
I think that perhaps maybe in the future I will talk about a music and sound because I have a very deep fascination with that. But there is something very healing and restorative about certain pieces of classical music and also with meditation music um, that is very healing and very soothing. But we're going to talk about that at some other point. But before I get off the line, um, if there's anybody that has any questions, please press the number one, and I will bring you on the air. We got any takers? Okay. So, okay, we do have somebody. Hold on. Hello. Welcome to Healing Paradigms. This is Arlene. How may I help you today? Uh, yes, hi, Lena. I was listening um, uh, to your uh, information about the vibration. Um, is is it uh, is thinking negative or being upset, uh, having a bad temper? Is that a low vibration? Yes. Although the let's just put it this way, it it's only detrimental to you if you actually stay in that place of being angry. If if you would if you find yourself at a place at being angry and upset all the time, um, then that's something that needs to be worked on. Um, I. One of the things that one of the things that I do tend to share with people is that it's okay to be upset and angry, especially if you feel that you've been wronged. It's it's good to actually acknowledge that, but it's not a good thing to actually stay there. So you know, our emotions in and of themselves just let us know where we are and what we're processing. What? Uh, but do you find that that is a challenge for you that you're angry all the time? Or that it that or that a person that you know of that's angry all the time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. I have another question, Clay. Okay. No, you can. Um, you can. Oh. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because um, I do, I do try to have a high vibration. Okay. How do you how do you break thirty people that are that are grouped together and they're focusing on the same goal and they don't think about anything else but but the same goal? There are thirty people. How do you break their? How do you break that? How do you break? What type of vibration can can break it? Do you do you concentrate all of them? Or what do you? What is the word? What what? How can you break it? Uh, you mean the the negative the negative energy of the negative forces um, yes, of it, it, of, of anger. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. So, all right. There are a couple of things that you can do. So, with that type of situation, um, it's not. It's probably for that amount of people, it's not necessarily the greatest thing to approach them individually and and talk about it. But one of the things that you can actually do is use sound. So are there any, are, are, let me, let me just ask this particular question. Um, are the people that you're talking about, 
are are they experiencing um are are they in any type of recovery you know have they are they on drugs or anything like that so because yes, that's that, in alcohol okay all righty so if you go to you can also look this up on Amazon too because there are there are shorter versions of this. But if you go to tybro.com and look under um what is it called? um audio recordings. What you want to do is play soul cleansing, purchase soul cleansing and spirit attachment removal. And then the other the other audio that you might want to play is either the well the prayer of the the miracle prayer, and I believe that they have one that I think the miracle prayer they're actually offering it for free right now, and the prayer of greater miracles. Any one of those particular prayers, it, it, it doesn't have to be both of them. But those three audio, one of those, uh, one of uh, all three of those audio sounds would work on the vibration of the room. And you don't really have to play. If you could play it at full, full, um, you know, at full, uh, what is it, loudness, uh, where everybody could hear it, um, that would be great. But they may experience a little bit of resistance to it. So if you play it even. A low where it is maybe about at a four, three or a four. If you play that sound in the room and play that prayer, it will work on all of those individuals that are experiencing those challenges that they're experiencing. Because chances are, like, a part of what's going on with them is that they actually have spiritual attachments that are associated with those particular activities that they've done, um, you know, in the in the past. Yes. Uh, permission. Um, how do you spell the first one? I I, I couldn't uh spell uh, pronounce it to write it. How do you? Okay. So, the the um the there is the spiritual cleansing. Okay. Okay. There is soul cleansing. And the and either the miracle prayer mm-hmm. or the prayer of greater miracles. Okay. Now these are that the and I'm I'm only suggesting that because it you know you're dealing with a large crowd of people. Now if you were actually dealing with like people on an individual level it would really sort of depend on on that particular individual but since you're you're asking about a collective this is this is something that will be an aid to raising the vibration of the people in the uh, raising the vibration of the people in that space and if you can even play the sound even before the people actually enter the room it actually allows for that room to get um that 
the influence of, of those sounds actually raise the vibration of the room and actually starts that process of helping the people to cleanse when they get into that space. You may notice that just notice whether or not the people are a little bit calmer or they behave a little bit differently in order to gauge whether or not that what I'm suggesting actually has an effect. Yes. Okay. Speaking of that, if you don't mind, um, what what if somebody uh, that that does like you know like Africa they do voodoo, and you want to you want to break it if someone's trying to do that to you, do you use those prayers when you do me? The prayers actually do work on stuff like that, but it I guess it would really sort of depend on. Um, it would really depend on what it is. The what what type of do you know what type of experience that you're having? Um, I I I uh, I I'm very observant. I I saw that there are black candles, uh, and they keep saying the D word. And I uh, I mean I don't live near them, but I'm very observant. Um, so I I know they're doing something satanic. Okay. All righty. So in order to get your get an individual cleaned off, same website, they have on the website um, uh, spiritual cleansings and empowerment. And actually getting, um, what is it, getting the cleansing that, let's see. Let me just, I think it's called a spiritual cleanse. I think it's called a spiritual cleanse. But if you get that, um, and probably a level two would be would be what you would need for, you know, taking, taking care of that. Now, here's the thing, that this is uh, another thing that you can do in order to to help with that. All right. So what you will do is get uh, a candle, a human candle, a candle that's shaped like a human being. And what you do is you cut a hole in the bottom of the, the candle. And what you're going to do is you're going to take a piece of your hair and put it in the hole and then seal that candle up. Okay, um, and what you will do is you will go to a tree, and before you actually start digging, what you will do is you know you will you'll just go if even if it seems silly to you, just go ahead and talk to the tree, tell the tree what you believe is happening and and provide you know. Tell the tree what it is that's happening and ask the tree whether or not you can bury the candle, you know, around the around the trunk or, you know, around the roots of the tree. And what will happen is that anything that gets thrown at you will be, will go towards the, uh, goes towards the candle the candle that you've planted into the ground, and it will ground that energy 
that would be thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oak is the best, right? Because they're protectors of nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, any 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 tree, but if you if you feel comfortable with oak, it doesn't really matter which type of tree. But if you feel comfortable with oak, then go with that. Um, you know, and and you're very interesting. Um, just on this, how how do you make a voodoo doctor a weak? If they're trying to do something to the a person, same procedure. Um, you know that is not something that I. That's really outside of my lane. Um, for the most part, I do a lot of protection work, but I don't know. Uh, you know. Um, binding a person, yeah. yeah, you know, binding a person's abilities—that's not something that I really do. Uh, speaking of that, there are uh, lights that are over there, and um, it's kind of interesting that that country is—that—that's uh, the stomach mm-hmm. of the planet. Well, where's the brain? Oh. Okay, that again, that's really kind of outside of my uh, outside of my knowledge. I can't, I can do the research to find out about it, but I really don't. Um, I've heard about that, but I've, I've, I really have not done some in-depth study uh, of that to provide you with a, uh, a, a an answer that I would be comfortable with being able to give you. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Um, if you don't mind. Um, you know what's amazing is that they they use uh like the lion to uh they can control a lion. Mm-hmm. Um, um now I want to ask you if uh if if so if somebody is tr- uh trying to um how how can you, how can uh if somebody took money from you for a wrong reason how can you recuperate that money is there a vibration sound? Way to come back to you, to you, that person. Like, uh, uh, I lost money. I want my money back. Hmm. Hmm. Tough one, right? Oh, oh hold on. Okay, so whomever this is that you're referring to, they're feeling extremely justified in doing what they did. Um, Hmm. 
Okay. So I'm not I I'm not seeing where where this person would be willing to give the money back. Um the best that I could suggest is that um that in order to open the way to financial prosperity is to do um is to do let's see and right now one isn't really coming to me but um do if you do a Ganesh chant um Om Gam Ganapati Namaha it'll open up the way for financial prosperity but seeing it come back from that particular source I'm not uh, that source that that took the money from you. I'm not seeing that that person would be open to returning it or being coerced into returning it. Um, okay, you you okay. nailed it. Um, I go real quickly. I don't, well, not last thing. You see that person going after me some more, and can I? And, to, and can I use a chance to stop to stop that person? Please. Okay. So if you're not wanting the person to return, um, I'm not, uh, okay, so is the person a relative? I'm hearing that it's a relative, but is it a relative? Um, No, it's a a friend. Okay. So... Okay, so so what you can do, white candle, um, make sure you clean it off with either salt water or uh, salt water um, or what is it? Or if you just put it in dry salt in order to clean off the vibration of the candle. Mm. Uh, um, use... Um, frankincense and myrrh essential oils to dress the candle that what I mean by dressing it means rubbing the oil on the outside of the candle mm-hmm. um, repeat the when you're rubbing the essential oil on the candle when you're rubbing the oil on the candle um, repeat the twenty third psalm three times. Twenty three songs? Twenty third psalm. Hey, sorry. Um Psalms. It's in the Bible. It's P S A L M. 
and that's number 23, 23rd Psalm. And repeat that three times. Um, and after you, you say it, repeat it three times, uh, what you will say is whatever the person may, whatever the person's na- name is, find their right place. Okay. May they find their right place. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and that uh, that in essence will take keep them out of your space. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All righty. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in, and I am going to go ahead and shut this down for this evening. Um, but I want to thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thank you. Nice show. I'll keep. I'll keep. Uh, Learn a lot today. Thank you. For You're welcome. You have a great evening. All righty. Bye bye. Take care. Okay, family, so we are going to go ahead and go ahead and end the show, Um, but thank you so much. Know that you are the light of God. You are the love of God. You are the heart of God, and we are deeply loved, and there is nothing that you can do about it. All right, so peace and love, family. I will see you next week. I love